Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, each and everyone who are joining us this morning. We bless God, we thank God, and we praise God for each and every one of you. We welcome you to this day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And we welcome you to a morning walk in God's word. Amen, amen, and amen. Today, we are continuing with our walk through the book of Isaiah. We are in Isaiah chapter 7 in its entirety, and as always, we're reading from the message version, and it reads as follows. During the time that Ahaz, son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, was king of Judah, King Rezan of Aram, of Aram and King Pekah, son of Remelah of Israel, attacked Jerusalem. But the attack sputtered out. When the Davidic government learned that Aram had joined forces with Ephraim, that is, Israel, Ahaz and his people were badly shaken. They shook like trees in the wind. Then God told Isaiah, go and meet Ahaz. Take your son, Shea Jeshub. A remnant will return with you. Meet him south of the city at the end of the aqueduct where it empties into the upper pool on the road to the public laundry. Tell him, listen, calm down, don't be afraid, and don't panic over those two burnt-out cases, Rezin of Aram and the son of Remelah. They talk big, but there's nothing to them. Aram, along with Ephraim's son of Remelah, have plotted to do you harm. They've conspired against you, saying, let's go to war against Judah. Dismember it. Take it for ourselves and set the son of Tabor up as a puppet king over it. But God, the master, he says it won't happen. Nothing will come of it because the capital of Aram is Damascus. The king of Damascus is mere man, resin. As for Ephraim, in 65 years, it will be rubble, nothing left of it. The capital of Ephraim is Samaria. The king of Samaria is the mere son of Remelah. If you don't take your stand in faith, you won't have a leg to stand on. God spoke again to Ahaz. This time he said, ask for a sign from your God. Ask anything. Be extravagant. Ask for the moon. But Ahaz said, I'd never do that. I'd never make demands like that on God. So Isaiah told him, then listen to this, government of David. It's bad enough that you make people tired with your pious, timid hypocrisies. But now you're making God tired. So the master is going to give you a sign anyway. Watch for this. A girl who is presently a virgin will get pregnant. She'll bear a son and name him Emmanuel, God with us. By the time the child is 12 years old, able to make moral decisions, the threat of war will be over. Relax. Those two kings that have you so worried will be out of the picture. But also be warned. God will bring on you and your people and your government a judgment worse than anything since the time the kingdom split. When Ephraim left Judah, the king of Assyria is coming. 
That's when God will whistle for the flies at the headwaters of Egypt's Nile and whistle for the bees in the land of Assyria. They'll come and infest every nook and cranny of this country. There'll be no getting away from them. And that's when the master will take the razor, rinse it from across the Euphrates, the king of Ezra, no less, and shave the hair off your heads and genitals, leaving you shamed, exposed, and denuded. He'll shave off your beards while he's at it. It will be a time when survivors will count themselves lucky to have a cow and a couple of sheep. At least they'll have plenty of milk. Whoever's left in the land will learn to make do with the simplest foods, curds, whey, and honey. But that's not the end of it. This country that used to be covered with fine vineyards, thousands of them, worth millions, will revert to a weed patch, weeds and thorn bushes everywhere. Good for nothing except perhaps hunting rabbits. Cattle and sheep will forage as best they can in the fields of weeds, but there won't be a trace of all those fertile and well-tended gardens and fields. Amen, amen, and amen. And that was Isaiah chapter 7 in its entirety. And again, we came from the message version, and we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. And I don't know about you out there listening, but there's something about Isaiah that makes me think of how we stand in this world today. So as you take your morning walk in God's word, we pray that you will allow God's word to walk through out the rest of the day with you and that you will have a blessed, prosperous, Holy Ghost filled day on purpose. Amen. Know that we love you, but most importantly, God loves you. See you in the morning. God bless.